Hey everyone, Kate here from Kate Clear Unplugged, my journey to become a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And today I wanted to discuss this very real thing known as analysis paralysis, as it's something that I do find myself experiencing quite a lot, and I'm even currently experiencing it at present. So rather than running from it, I wanted to face it head on and hopefully be able to shed some light on it for others at the same time. Now, before I start, just some housekeeping. Please note that any links that I provide may be affiliates and therefore I may receive a small commission for referring them in my posts. Now, according to Wikipedia, analysis paralysis or paralysis by analysis is described as an individual or group process where overanalyzing or overthinking a situation can cause forward motion or decision making to become paralyzed, meaning that no solution or course of action is decided upon. Now, I think it's fairly safe to say that many of my decisions, or lack thereof, have been contributed to the concept of analysis paralysis, and for the most part, I do tend to just let it consume me and, and, and find it a lot easier just to put everything on the shelf and move on to the next thing, whether it's a new business idea or the, the whole thing of I need to take a break um, when I haven't really started anything. Um, and it's, but it's also it gives me the, the, the best ex excuse to be able to procrastinate and justify that procrastination um, because of quote unquote researching, uh, even though the so-called researching that I'm performing honestly doesn't contribute a whole lot to my business. Uh, but it's the perfect crutch to grasp onto and say, hey, um, I'm, I'm accomplishing something, I'm working on my business, I'm researching. Um, when in fact I'm actually not. Now, uh, I've hit a, uh, an analysis paralysis scenario while participating in the One Funnel Away 30-day challenge, uh, and I've sat on it for a bit over a week. Um, but because I've committed to the challenge um, and com like completing the challenge um, and doing everything that Russell Brunson says within the challenge, I need to be able to, to push through the emotional barrier. So I... I can't only, so I can not only keep my promise, um, but I need to also be able to prove to myself that I'm stronger than I think I am uh, and that I'm capable of anything that I put my mind to. So uh, the particular scenario that I find myself in uh, revolves around my offering uh, and the, the content that I need to create in order to, to make that offer uh, a reality. So basically I'm, I'm overwhelmed with options and questions and ideas um, and the feeling can only be described as an information overload where my brain just wants to shut down. Uh, and even the thought of looking at it in order to come up with a solution has me creating any possible excuse to avoid it, hence why it's been over a week since this started. So to give you more of an idea, um, imagine this. So you've finally decided on uh, an offer and you can't wait to share it with the world. It's your you think it's absolutely amazing, you're ecstatic because it's you see it as a, the ultimate solution for your particular niche uh, and you haven't seen it previously so you, you're, just, you're literally jumping up and down with enthusiasm at the thought of just getting it out there. But then out of nowhere, like a wave crashing over you, you are inundated with questions. Which design am I going to offer first? What if the design has multiple colour options? Do I create a, an offer for each of the colours or do I put them all under one offer and have the customer choose? How do I know which design to, to choose for my offer in order to entice my customers to find out more? What about the additional content that I'm, that I'm wanting to offer? Um, do I 
create that straight away or do I make that a separate offer, offer on its own once I know what my audience wants? How many different colour options should I be choosing for, for each of my designs? Uh, when it comes to baby showers, um, should I also offer twin-related products and gender-reveal-related products? Or again, do I wait to hear what my audience is? Um, part of my offer is to create a product library as well. How much is just enough to start with for my product library? Uh, how much is enough to continue to expand my library uh, over, over time? So, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and it, it, it hits you all at once. So my brain, it just wants to shut down. Um, I've tried to combat this myself um, by looking at um, my past sales and what has sold, um, but that probably made things worse uh, because um, that list ended up being well over 50 separate designs. And so the, the thought of and the thought of choosing the, the, the wrong one to start with absolutely terrifying because you know I'm I'm relying on um, on this offer to you know uh, really get things mo moving get get the momentum going so the, the thought of failing is is enough for me just to go you know what now nah, I'm not listening la 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 don't want to think about it don't want to listen to it um, get away from me like it's done so now if you listening to that you know that gets overwhelming just listening to it. But, I mean, imagine experiencing it. But it just doesn't end there, though. I mean, you take that and then you you amplify it, of course, and then um, then all of a sudden, because you've allowed yourself to become susceptible to you know, try again to become susceptible to it, it brings out the the imposter syndrome where you wonder why you should even bother. I mean. If you can't even answer a simple question to get things going based on uh, your product, which is like your bread and butter of your whole business and the, and the whole challenge and everything like that, I mean, how can you expect to, to deal with creating and releasing multiple offers or uh, expanding in the future to include physical products or or even the day-to-day the -day dealing with customers and, and, and business decisions and, and everything like that that, Obviously, you need to be making um, in order for your business to, to run. So it just it really makes you question whether you are cut out to be an entrepreneur uh, because you have this picture in your mind uh, of what you, you think that an entrepreneur is supposed to look like and act like and, and you know, they should be strong. They know all the answers and all this stuff. And then um, and, and even though common sense and, and reality tells you that that's far from the truth. You're still comparing yourself to that make-believe person that you've put up on a pedestal um, and it just makes you feel horrible because you mean, you're at the very start of your journey and you can't even make a simple decision. Um, so how are you supposed to get up to the, the make-believe person on the pedestal that you, you're already comparing yourself to. So, because of the challenge, um, and I and I, I made a commitment um, that I wanted to go all in. Um, that I have hit the wall because part of me wants to just throw in the towel. I mean, it's not like it's the first time. Um, in fact, I've probably thrown in the towel more times than I've pushed through. So, I mean, I'm. It's not like I'm not used to it, 
But on the other hand, it means that if I went down that road, that I have to give up the dream of being my own boss. I mean, if I allow myself to stop on a challenge that's 30 days and run away at the first sign of something hard, then, you know, I, I can't not stop even thinking about it. So, but in saying that, it means that I need to work for an employer. I have to follow their rules. I have to um, potentially go against every one of my values. Um, and that is just going to be a day-to-day absolute mental, it, I'll, you just be mentally exhausted on a day-to-day basis um, in order for me to do that. But, I mean, I can't have it both ways. You know, it's either one way or the other. I can either find a way to combat this paralysis and and move forward and and get to the next obstacle because there's always going to be obstacles. Or I can put up my hands and say that uh, I can't commit to anything, um, that there's no point in, in me doing it anymore because it's too hard. Um, too hard basket, in it goes, and I'll just run away. So what I did, um, I get notifications from a, a job search um, place uh, here in Australia, uh, and I just started looking at job vacancies. I still get the email notifications, uh, and I started going through the jobs, reading the descriptions to see which ones would fit my experience uh, and which ones I could potentially uh, apply for. And it was one of the most depressing things I have done in a while. And it just, it really gave me the kick up the rear that I needed. Uh, because I, I'm all for looking for a job if the time comes. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I need to pay my bills. Um, you know, I need to survive. So, I mean, if I have to find a job to be able to um, kind of cover me for my bills, um, that's fine. I can deal with that. But the thought of looking for a job knowing that that's my life um, and knowing that I didn't give it my all, that I didn't um, go down without a fight, it's just anything that I can do to, to avoid that is what I had to do. So, I mean, the, the whole point of, of completing the 30-day challenge was to get me out of my comfort zone and to remove any alternatives. It was literally burning the boats so I can conquer the island. Like, there was, like, literally no going back. Now, common sense says, yes, I can always fall back on getting a job, um, but I don't want to do that. I mean, that's not going all in. Having a backup plan like that, you're easily just going to go, oh, well, if all else fails, I'll just go get a job. I, I want to... At, be at the point where if I need to get a job, it is because I literally have no other option. I have tried everything that I've needed to do. I haven't been able to get it within that time frame. So I just need something just to cover my bills. So after I got that fight back in my belly, uh, I started researching. And I'm talking about constructive research here. I'm not talking about the procrastination research uh, with the talking marks. Um, 
as to how I can overcome analysis paralysis. Um, because at the end of that, I need to get this content created um, and I need to get it ready for the launch. So, um, you know, the whole point of the challenge is to have a funnel and an offering and everything ready to go by the end of the 30 days. We're already halfway through. So, I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot of time. So I need to get this going. I need to push through it. I need to get it done. So um, I myself, I prefer um, video. So I did a, a YouTube search. Um, on how to overcome uh, paralysis analysis um, and or analysis paralysis I always get confused between the two uh, and I found a couple of videos that uh, that really that really sang to me um, now I'll put the links in, in the description below but they um, they really spoke to me and I really got an understanding and um, of of how it works so now now I know that there's a difference between uh, watching a couple of videos um, and actually implementing. So um, now because the there were two particular uh, aspects of these videos that really um, made an impact. Now one of them is the whole concept of making a decision. Any decision is better than no decision at all. So... Um, it's just, uh, uh, it just makes sense, doesn't it? You know, you're standing at a, at a shop and you're trying to decide something. You walk away because you can't decide something. You end up picking yourself because you didn't make the decision. And you're no better than when you were, you know, before you went into the shop to pick something. So, I mean, making it, any decision is better than no decision at all. Common sense, beautiful. Now, the second thing surprised me actually um, is the concept that I don't actually have to be the one that makes the decision I can actually delegate the decision to others and have them make the decision for me now when I listened to that um, she actually used a um, an example in, in the video to do with tea um, and basically the whole thing was that she got the salesperson to um, help her decide uh, which tea she wanted because there were hundreds of different types of tea and she got overwhelmed. Um, but it just made sense and I loved it. So thinking that through and stuff like that, um, the whole thing of what I've decided to do is in order for me to make the decision and to push through, I'm actually going to take um, my five most most sold invitations. Um, I'm going to put them in a poll, uh, and I'm going to have my handmade peers, my fellow handmade artisans. Um, I'm going to get them to decide for me. Takes it out of the. You have no idea how freeing it is knowing that you actually don't have to make the decision. It is absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And knowing that all I have to do is just find what my five most popular, most sold items were and then just take them and so I can just put them in a poll and all I've got to do is just pick out which one gets picked the most. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So that's done That's and that's easy for me. I mean, even if it's 
just so I can make the decision and get things going. Beautiful. Now, the other op the other issue that I had, one of the questions that I had, um, was also the fact of the color options. So, and this probably mainly pertains to uh, baby shower invitations. So, this is actually going to be dependent on whether um, the the invitation that gets chosen is a baby shower invitation. Um, but I do have to create a product library as well. So, um, and I'll have to put everything in there um, eventually. But the whole point of the color options is I was ended up at one stage for one invitation design I had 10 different color choices 10 different color choices for one invitation design 10 colors so what I've decided to do is initially is you have your blue, your pink, and your yellow for baby showers. Blue for boys, pink for girls, yellow for, for gender neutral, done. Three colours, not ten. But what I will do, as I build up a following, as I build up more people within the group, uh, part of my offering is going to be a, a Facebook group, um, is that I will then create a poll. And I'll probably quickly design up a couple of invitations going, Hey, which one of these three colors do you want to want to have in the um, have available? You know, thing, things like that. But stick to the basics. I'm having three colors for baby showers only. So that again, very freeing. So just to, to basically sum everything up, the main thing that I got out of this whole thing, this whole thing, was the fact that. Whatever situation that occurs within your business, you are not alone. If you struggle to decide what kind of colors or what kind of design or what kind of product or, or anything like that, if you can't decide whether you need to add it in there, you ask your audience. Let them decide because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are buying it from you. If it's a business-related question that you need help on that you can't answer yourself, join a Facebook group of people within your industry. I'm sure that there's a um, Facebook groups for real estate people and um, you know fitness gurus and, and all this stuff. And so all you got to do is you go into that Facebook group. You either create a poll, you ask a question. You don't have to figure it out yourself. I thought that was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So no matter, and at the end of the day, no matter what situation arises, whatever decision you make, as I mean, you've got to make a decision, but you also got to understand that if the decision that you make isn't right or isn't working, change it. It's that simple. If it doesn't work, change it. So that was that. That's that's basically it in a nutshell. So uh, that's the episode today. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and I hope that um, this has kind of got things going on and um, has made some sort of a uh, has helped you in some way. Um, 
even if it's just something as simple as being able to go, oh, okay, um, yep, I remember hearing about uh, analysis paralysis. This is what I have to do. Um, I will add the links of the for more information on the 30-day challenge uh, in the descriptions, but I'll also um, add in the links for the two videos that um, that I basically used um, watched to be able to get through um, and do this. So, but yes. So uh, until next time, um, I I hope that I've done something, anything. No, the, the smallest little thing, it, it, that's that's just enough for me. Um, even if it just um, makes you known of analysis paralysis. I mean, my, my, my job is done. So until next time, I'm Kate and this is Kate Claire Unplugged, my journey to become a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Thank you. See you later.